and welcome to our first ever 14-day brain health challenge. If you're listening to this podcast, kudos for joining John and I. We've got an interesting, informative, and hopefully entertaining two weeks planned. We are really excited to launch this challenge, but I bet you're asking, why this and why now? Yeah, you know, this is a pretty unique challenge. When I first hit on the idea, I looked for challenges like this for the brain online and I couldn't find any. So after we talked about it, we thought, hey, let's launch our own and invite patients, friends and family. Yes, family. Hi, mom. Hi, Janice. (laughs) It couldn't come at a more appropriate time, too. What a great way to start off the new year. Yeah. And so why this and why now? Is it just because of the new year? Well, there are several reasons. First, well, we're getting older. Uh-huh. John's 65 and I just turned 64. We've taken care, good care of our bodies, eating well, getting regular exercise, taking a boatload of supplements, and basically being aware of what healthy choices look like and then making them. Well, most of them. Hey, I'm glad that you added most of them. I'm working on my cheesies addiction. I know. I noticed you weren't buying as many for now anyways. So why? More and more I'm seeing patients suffering from brain-related disorders, challenges with memory, struggles with cognition, dementia, strokes, Alzheimer's. I'm seeing these changes in my older friends and family members too. My mom, who just turned 95, is physically healthy and able to live on her own, But my brother and I see rapid deterioration in her memory, and we think that's what's going to force her into a home. How does that make you feel? Makes me feel sad. Because although aging and death are inevitable, I truly believe the rate of our decline and the years of good physical and mental fitness is in our control. And that's why I'm motivated and excited to share the information that we're presenting in this challenge. Yeah, for me... Both my dad and grandpa had strokes. Dad, multiple ones. Now, after his first one, his speech and uh, and mobility were dramatically impacted, and that scares me. It motivates me to make sure my circulation and my brain health are as healthy as possible. Yeah, you and me both. So what are the next 14 days going to look like? Are Are we heading into two weeks of deprivation and pain? No, definitely not. We wanted to gear this to anyone at any age. So even a rather fit and mentally healthy 89-year-old can do this. She knows who I'm talking about. Yep, that was our first priority. No, not making it so mom can do it. But we wanted everybody to benefit from this challenge. Each morning, you'll be challenged with a task to do. Now, don't worry. It will be one anyone can do, whether you live alone or with a household. Once you get your task, just make sure that day you add it to your routine and then keep up with it as much as indicated for the rest of the two weeks. By the end of the challenge, you should have added 14 brain-boosting, brain-protecting things to your brain workout regimen. And remember, these aren't big involvements of time. They're just the best things you can do regularly for your brain's health. And there's more. We want it easy and fun after all. So we've also put together some written materials, a few podcasts, and a chart for you to follow and fill in. And bonus, we'll set up a Facebook page for daily prompts and encouragement. And at the end of each week, 
will open up a meeting room for an hour or so, so people can share experiences and ask John and maybe me questions. Wow, this is happening. And have I said yet how excited I am? Beth has been working on this since the summer, and I'm intrigued to find out what all she's put together. I know she'll have put in <laughs> at least one thing that's going to be a challenge for me. Yeah, and that is a perfect segue into our first challenge. So let me ask you, how often do you get enough? Are you even aware of how much is enough? And if you're reaching that amount, most of us aren't. Ah, we must be talking about water here. So we turn on the tap and drink it. So easy. And one of the most important things you can do for your brain. And I'm guilty for not drinking the amount that I should be each day. Next to air, water is the second most important thing we need for our survival. Most Listeners are probably getting enough to survive, but are they getting enough for optimal brain health? The average person is made up of around 60% water. Your brain, on average, is around 70 to 75% water. In other words, we need a lot of water to replace what we lose each day through breathing, sweating, urinating, and pooping in order to be healthy. The fact is, by the time you feel thirsty, you're already slightly dehydrated. The key is to consume water regularly through the day and not wait until you feel thirsty. Now, there are other ways of rehydrating, right? Don't colonics and IVs include a rehydration component? I know we do them at the uh, clinic, and I know both types of therapies work wonders, and we both have experienced how good you feel after. But this challenge keeps it simple. All you have to do is just drink more water. High-performance athletes know the importance of water and that keeping well hydrated improves their muscle strength and stamina, as well as helping their ability to keep cool during training and competition. Those of us who are not high-performance athletes still need to be conscious of good hydration, but not just for good muscle function, but for optimal function of our kidneys, bowels, lungs, heart, joints, and most importantly for this challenge, your brain and nervous system. Imagine a car battery. It gives energy for all the electrical functions of a car. Well, the brain and nervous system are also involved in the electrical functions of your body. The electrical reactions occur in a water medium. The transmission of nerve impulses require the nerves to be well hydrated. And even your brain can shrink from chronic dehydration. So what you're saying is when it comes to the brain, size does matter? So how much water do we need for maximum physical and mental health? Um, Well, what do you think? A liter? Two or three? Well, we hear about two liters. Well, let's keep it simple. A worthy goal is to strive for half your body weight in fluid ounces each day. That means a woman that is 136 pounds divides her weight by two and comes up with needing 68 fluid ounces a day, which is about two liters. If you're a larger person, you can already see the challenge with this formula. A 200-pound person would need to drink 100 fluid ounces or almost 3 liters a day. The heavy person has more of a challenge consuming the suggested amount of water. All I can say is do your best. Even if you're in the ballpark, that's commendable. But slowly try to work up to the amount that you should be drinking. Would 2 liters a day make sense for most people? I'm on the larger end of that scale, and there may be listeners that are in the same boat as I am. Does that formula still apply? And 
can I get away with just doing the two liters? Because that is a lot of water. I think for most people, two liters is enough. And I think that the more vegetables that you eat, remember, vegetables contain water as well. Oh, we shouldn't get into that yet. No, (laughs) no. So some people find water boring and difficult to consume in large amounts, especially in the winter. Non-caffeinated herbal teas, squeezing some lemon or lime into the water, or some folks will put slices of orange or cucumber into their water to make it more interesting. Oh, I don't know how they put cucumber in. I've tasted (laughs) cucumber water, and I don't know. I just like straight water. Well, in this challenge, we're not going to count coffee or caffeinated teas as part of your water intake because caffeine acts as a diuretic causing you to urinate even more than usual from the extra water you're going to be drinking. So if you can't do without either, just cut back a bit. Well, we want to keep this simple and easy, right? I know people can be very addicted to their caffeinated products, including hot chocolate around 11 in the morning. Think of it this way. Not all fluids are equal. But if you aren't used to drinking half your body weight in fluid ounces and you challenge yourself to consume that much on a daily basis, you're already ahead of the game. But mom, that hot chocolate doesn't count as water. <laughs> Beth is a special case in more ways than one. What do you mean by that? <laughs> Her beverage of choice is water. You could say she's a connoisseur of water. Mm. She can taste differences in the water. Like some people can taste the differences in wine. Well, I wouldn't go that far, but I will say that years ago when John and I and our kids' scout troop hiked into Della Falls in Strathcona Park, and we drank from Drinkwater Key Creek at the base of the glacier, oh my gosh, it was the sweetest, tastiest, and coldest water I have ever consumed. I've never tasted water that good since. Jeez, I remember that trip well. It was incredible to drink directly from a melting glacier. Mm. I wonder how old that water was anyway. (laughs) Older than 65 years. (laughs) So how can you remind yourself to get your daily water? I have a 64 ounce bottle on the counter or usually in the fridge. I work from home, so I'm not really worried about drinking while away from home. But I know John carries his one liter bottle with him filled with his favorite herbal tea. He has it on his desk at work. You may have seen it and sips from it throughout the day. We're going to have to up our game. Drinking enough water is a challenge for me. I try to get my leader drunk by supper time. But if I wait until later and drink it past seven or eight, I know I'll be up in the night peeing. My challenge will be drinking two of these one liter containers each day. Now, in the material you've received via email, you'll find a chart with the days of the challenge. Make sure you fill it out and make notes about how you're feeling whether you see an improvement, how difficult you found making the changes, etc. When we meet in the meeting room, we'll talk about how this week went, which changes you found the most difficult, and the ones you feel you're going to keep going with. I will bet that if you only incorporate this one piece of advice from the 14 things uh, in this challenge, physically you'll feel better and your brain function will improve as well. So go forth and drink your water. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Check your inbox. Don't forget, check your inbox. Get your chart up on your fridge or someplace visible and let's get building our brains. That was that.